from San Diego, California, it's the Frug Life Podcast with your host, Ricky Hershey. Welcome to the Frug Life. Today we have another COVID-related episode, and you know, one advantage of this podcast versus a YouTube channel, let's say, is I can actually say the word and not get demonetized, so that's great. COVID, COVID, COVID. I'm hopefully not the first person you hear saying this, but the post-COVID world isn't going to be the same as the pre-COVID world. Things aren't just going to go back to exactly how they were. And in part, that's just the irreversible nature of time. Time marches on and things change. But I think one of the big differences, one of the takeaways from this situation is that we are going to realize that global shutdowns can happen. That a virus can cause the whole economy to come to a stop. A virus isn't the only scenario. There's other situations, other scenarios that could happen that would cause the economy to come to a stop. And now that we have been reminded that these events exist, we might look for it more. And I think we need to be prepared for this financially. To be ready, there are a few different levels of readiness. At a very basic level, we could have an emergency fund. You could have a thousand bucks or a few weeks of expenses, or even better, a few months worth of expenses. That's a great start. But at perhaps a higher level, you could be prepared to leave your job and never come back. Now, I want to bring a few things to your attention. First, not all employers have their employees' best wishes at heart. (laughs) The shocker, I know. But let's look at this pork plant in South Dakota, the Smithfield Pork Processing Plant. Now, food is essential. We need food to survive. And so management of the company decided to keep the plant open despite warnings. And the management took steps to protect its workers But too little, too late. People were working in close quarters, standing less than an arm's length apart, processing the pork on the line, and the virus spread. And plant management did things that they thought would help them, but really probably hurt them. They began offering employees a $500 responsibility bonus if they finished their shifts through the end of the month. Instead of telling workers to stay home if you're potentially sick, they say, come to work and we'll pay you. In fact, we'll pay you extra, which I think is almost the opposite of what they want to do. In fact, I think you almost want to do the opposite, that you give everyone cash so that they can survive. And if they think they are safe to come into work, they can make that decision on their own. Trying to bribe people with cash to come, I think was a bad idea. And you have to try to put yourself into the shoes of the workers. You know, if you don't have a lot of money, 500 bucks that you aren't expecting is a pretty big deal. But management was unwilling to look at the facts of the matter. They still had employees way too close together. They didn't change the process that the pork goes through in a way that would allow the workers to stand six feet apart. And ultimately, they had to shut down. I recently finished the HBO miniseries Chernobyl. And you know, I think there are some parallels. The management of the power plant in Chernobyl refused to admit 
the basic facts of the situation. Every time something negative was mentioned to them, they brushed it aside. They said, that worker is shocked and in panic, the equipment is broken, that you didn't see graphite on the ground because it's not there, that the workers are only being exposed to 3.6 rotkin per hour because that's as high as the meter goes. And these supervisors, these managers of the power plant made a bad situation worse. And really not too different from the managers of the Smithfield plant. Now, of course, they, <laughs> there wasn't a nuclear explosion. Radioactive pork didn't rain from the sky. But in both situations, the managers had an idea of what they wanted to happen. That they wanted the plant to operate without interruption and without problems. And that just wasn't the reality of the situation. You can't just will reality to change in that way. You have to look at what's actually happening. Now, of course, for us, outside of the situation, it's easy for us to look in at them and to fault them. But, you know, in their shoes, would we do anything any differently? I'd like to think so. But, you know, you can't really judge someone until you've walked in their shoes. Either way, if your livelihood depends entirely on your job, your life, in a way, is in the hands of your employer. If your employer says, we're running the plant, and if you're not here, you're fired, well, you'd better be there. I think it gives you tremendous power, though, if you can say, I'm not going to risk my life for this money, it's not worth it to me, and then not, and then avoid a lot of trouble. So I think that is just one thing we can learn from this situation with COVID, that bad things happen and that we should be ready for them. Okay, we'll be right back after a break. So how do you achieve this financial freedom I was referring to? Well, it's probably a bit more than I can cover in this 10-minute show, but let's talk about some of it at a high level. There's a lot of different routes. Ultimately, you need some income to live. If you were just to rely on savings or selling your assets, eventually you would run out of money, or at least you could run out of money. But with an income, you could continue to live indefinitely. Or I mean, at least you're not going to run out of money, not that money gives you eternal life. Anyways, this income could be in the form of a business you run. Perhaps you could make a little money, like me, creating content. Or you could have investments that pay you, stocks that pay dividends, bonds that pay interest, a property that pays you rent. There's a lot of possibilities. And if you want to create your first stream of non-employment-based income, I do recommend my book on Amazon, which I will link below. Now, this book doesn't promise that I'm going to teach you how to become super wealthy or anything like that, or to become totally financially free. You may need to develop your own system for that, but it will teach you the principles you need to get started, as well as some ways to make a little extra money right now. And you know, in a time like this, who can say no to a little extra money? Thank you for listening. The only person who can take charge of your finances is you. So why don't you get started today? Look into investing, look into making some more money some other way, but also don't forget to live life at least as much as you can in times like now. Stay safe and stay frugal. See you next week.